You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul-mouthed fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, and the Fantasy Fish. What the fuck is going on, everybody? How's it going? You had a little bit of diarrhea yesterday, so you didn't, you weren't able to participate with us. That is one hundred percent correct. We had this theory that you had HPV, that and that's why you couldn't be on the show. No, no, <laughs> just, just shit, just. Sh- just shitting. That's all. But then, like, but we were. Go ahead. With the shit. Let's. I'll, I'll, I'll segue this shit. Yeah, let's do Listen, it. Listen, after shitting, I want to tell you, everybody here about an experience that changed my life. And that was me finding out how to use and operate a bidet. Most wonderful invention ever created. Yeah, you're talking, telling me about a pre-show, and Josh has one too. I'm missing out. I think Dude, I gotta get change, one. They'll change your. Although I, I did say that the first time I ever used a bidet, I'm pretty sure I know what it feels like to be a girl when you get cummed in, because you just kind of sit on the toilet and just let it drip out. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh god. And then like you know, I got I guess all this, this is my life now. <laughs> yeah, got all this fluid in my asshole, and I'm like, am I gay now? I don't know. Like, I don't know what the bidet has done to me. <laughs> Kind of felt good. Is it weird that I was like hard while taking the shit with the bidet? Like it's weird. <laughs> oh man! That's but then shit. like, but what's funny is uh, like how weird you're asking like what kind of settings does it have? Mine just has a like you turn it up. You can turn yeah, it up to eleven. It like like, like it it's a guitar amp. It's not that painful. <laughs> I mean, you went to Catholic school. You should already know it's not that bad. You're, if you're you, gonna give yourself a fucking enema to after you <laughs> shit. Oh, dude, like my bidet, it goes so powerful that I can feel the pressure in my nose. You know, it's like you're just spraying that asshole and just feeling it in my head. Oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> I, go well, to the I, do- I want a lightweight bidet. I, I go to the doctor and he's like, why is there there's just tons just, of water you, in your you asshole, man? You can sit it on bitch mode if you want. <laughs> you can sit it on bitch mode if you want. But listen, you got to really get in there is all I'm saying. If you see the hair on Rome's face, you are, you have to assume that asshole looks just like that face. <laughs> you better fucking believe it. <laughs> it's an awful sight. You know what's funny? Like a lot of this conversation is a lot what our pre-show meetings are like, where we just fuck around like this for a long time. Yeah, our pre-shows are so much better than our shows. We should just Rome, do Rome's on to something. We should release them as bonuses. I think we should. We should just start recording as soon as we all hop on and then play the music. That's what we should do. We fuck around for a while. Like, do you want to just start the show now? Then cue the music and then we get into the show. (laughs) Yeah, right when we start finding something to talk about. All right. So clean assholes. I will say it is nice knowing knowing that your asshole is sparkling clean. Because you never know. Now that the world has changed, you never know if your wife's going to eat your scrum. So it's nice to have a clean butthole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So back to back to business. That's not diarrhea related. So uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about your 
AFC matchups this week, as well as your London 630 game. You know, it's funny. You know, th- this is this is, for all you East Coasters out there, out there eating a dick because West Coast is the best coast. But me. we get football from 10 a.m. all the way to 8 p.m. at night. You guys don't get this flavor. The London game is what gives you the flavor of it because it's going to be 930 a.m. your time for kickoff. Now, I definitely won't be watching that game because it starts at 630 in the morning and fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a Saints fan and I probably won't watch it. I'll watch the whole game, but not live. With that, yeah, that playback. Yeah, I'll just. Do I will. That. I, I, it's faster. I'll anyways. start my. I'll start my illegal stream over from the beginning for that game. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not a lot of news today. Uh, Miles Garrett suffered a shoulder sprain, strained bicep, and some lacerations from his car accident. Um. Allegedly, was a uh, avoiding an animal and crashed his car. But I mean, could be a lot worse. So I mean, good for him, I guess. But mm. I don't know if he's out. That does affect that defense. Is Clowney still out? I think Clowney's still out, isn't he? Did he even get signed? Is he on Cleveland? Who's he play for? Uh, yeah, no, he. I think he's on Cleveland. I think he. Uh, Cowboys back. coach Mike McCarthy said he does not have a timeline for when quarterback Dak Prescott will start throwing, but they do have reason to believe that he could be ready as soon as Week Five. But why can't they just put him on the goddamn IR? It's fucking up one of my dynasty teams because I can't because he's just out. The out designation it's doesn't let them go on to IR. Yeah, and some dynasty are that one dynasty lead doesn't. That's worse. Zach Wilson's the same way for me. I'm like, we know that this guy's out for an yeah. extended period of time. Like, let me just put him there. You know, I hate that you rule, guys right but here. Whatever. Out people should be allowed on the IR, right? Like, yes. they're out. Correct. Like, fuck out of here with that. <laughs> like, let me, especially because on that roster, I have Rondale Moore, who should have been on the IR. I have Dak Prescott and like a handful of other people that just aren't on the IR, but I can't, I and I can't drop them. So I have all these fucking people on my bench that I can't do anything with. Yeah. Th- I understand the idea behind it is like an out player counts against the roster spot in the NFL, but it doesn't count against the roster spot if they're on the IR or something like that. But, it's like we have a limited roster, even in dynasty leagues. Like people are like, Oh, you have 22 players. It's, it's still not that many. A lot of those players you're waiting to see if they break out. They're not actually there really. Yeah. But the but, NFL gets Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to say we, when you're in that situation like you, it's like, what do you want me to do? Drop these players? Cause what's going to happen is somebody who's got the capacity and got a really good team. is just going to swoop them up and it's going to make it kind of unbalanced. Like you really need the, the IR spots. Yeah, so should I drop Dak Prescott and fucking Rondale more? Like, no, the fuck out of here. Like, they're just going to hog my fucking bench. But, like, but the NFL, you know, they get 53 on the active, and I think they get, like, was it, like, 16 or 11 on the fucking practice squad? So it's, like, they got plenty. And plus, they can elevate and move practice squad players to active roster. So get the fuck out of here not letting out people into the fucking IR. I hate that. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Especially, like, especially in money leagues. Like, if you're paying money... Yeah, unless like, you had like a – they could do something like that. That's a theory that could be thrown out there is you could do something like you have like a practice squad. Kind of like a, there's taxi squads. You could make it like a practice squad, and you could keep these guys in your practice squad, and you could only use them three weeks out of the year. Because even in the NFL, you can't – you can either, either promote them to the active roster or you can elevate them, but I think you could only do that a few times per player. 
Plus, we're all just a fun- bunch of fucking dorks just playing fake football. Like, we don't have to follow the same rules as the NFL. Like, yeah, God damn, no shit. All right, moving on. Not very big news, but uh, Kadarius Tony hamstring injury and Wandale Robinson with a knee injury are getting closer to game action. And then, unfortunately, Sterling Shepard did tear his ACL last night and is out for the rip. Poor Sterling. Not that I'm a big, like, Giants or Sterling Shepard. That sucks, man. Like, what a, like, that I mean, sucks. Yeah, like, every year. He gets, and he gets, like, long-term injuries often. And he tore his like, Oh, he rolled his, tours. it's not like, it's not like he rolled his ankle and is going to miss three weeks, you know? Like, no, <laughs> right. you're done. And it's yeah. just sad because uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a talented player. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I like it for Tony because Tony hasn't been getting time. And that guy's explosive. And every time you see him on the field, you know, he's doing well. But, like, they weren't playing him before. Now he's injured. Maybe that injury will benefit him. Do you pick up Kenny Galladay? I like to see him yeah, I was gonna say it only it only elevates Kenny Galladay, which I don't think anybody wants any shares of that fuckface. That's what uh, someone on Twitter uh, tweeted at us. Like, should I go after uh, Galladay? And I just replied with like an ew, like ew, no, like, ew. There's so many other players yeah. I'd rather have. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, hurt his ankle during the second quarter of the game but was able to return. They're saying that uh, he had some tests done to his ankle today and it was encouraging overall. So uh, monitor is practicing. Uh, Keenan Allen wide receiver for the chargers is expected to practice this week. Um, That's all I have for news. It's kind of a slow news day. Unless you guys see something else that I missed. No. Nailed it. Don't see Mm. nothing. Delicious. All right. Let's, uh, talk some football actually you know before actually before we get into that let let me uh let me ask you some questions here so like some guy on twitter he wrote out waiver wire pickup should be talked about less while buying players low and selling high should be talked about more so like there's a couple players i want to ask you about like would you sell them now or would you try to buy them now so for instance austin eckler he was like consensus top five overall draft pick are you selling him right now? Are you buying him? I mean, he only had four carries last week. You know, they're missing Keenan Allen. So you think you know, Sony Michelle's getting a lot of the red zone work. They're bringing in Josh Kelly a lot. Eckler is not the man hogging up that entire backfield. Like, is he a sell high or a buy low candidate right now? I think that it's a, that's a question. It's a loaded question, right? Like how low, right? I, I'd say he's a buy low at a certain point, but I actually don't really want any part of him at the same time. So when you say buy low, it'd be pretty damn low and no one's going to part with him for what I'd want. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I feel like with him, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, he has to, he has to be more involved at some point. Mm-hmm. Don't, I mean, right. I just don't understand. Like, is it game planning? Is it, is it, I know they were down big, but don't you think he'd be a part of the passing game more than fucking like, Kelly and anybody else. What was his targets like? He's actually he, he's actually very much involved in the passing game still, which which is that gives you somewhat of hope because uh, week one, four targets, four catches. Week two, ten targets, nine catches. Then last week, eight targets, eight catches. So I mean, he salvaged you know four carries, five yards rushing is awful, but he salvages day, especially in PPR. You know, yeah. catching eight balls that that always helps. I think that's what 
the Chargers want to do with him. That's we've been saying it for years that they want a one-two punch, right? They've got Sony Michelle, who's doing better than people thought, better than they had last year. So it's like that's kind of what the Chargers wanted. Last year they just couldn't make it work, and will it turn into the same thing as last year? It very well could, but that's kind of my concern with him. The other thing is I. I'm going to backtrack a little bit on the reasons you're uh, asking buy low, sell high. I disagree with the sentiment of buy low, sell high being more valuable than waivers. But um, just because oh, waivers are huge. Are tra- waivers are getting somebody to cut somebody that nobody's going to trade for. Trading people, you are basically trading two players that are going to play. So that's why I think you hear more about waivers. But yeah, more well, buy plus low, if sell you're, high. I like them too. So If your leagues are anything like our home leagues – like our home league, no one trades because everyone is afraid that someone's fucking somebody. So it's like no one trades. Uh, another player I want to bring up, another another top four or five overall player, Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, the first two weeks, not exactly, you know, King Henry that you were hoping for. I mean, you know, week one, 21 carries, but only 82 yards, nothing in the passing game. Week two, 13 carries, 25 yards, only salvage because he had a touchdown. And then uh, he had a great game against the Raiders, 20 for 85 with a rushing touchdown, then surprisingly involved in the passing game with five catches for 58 yards. So is Derrick Henry, is this around and, – and and I'm talking purely uh, redraft right now. Like Dynasty, I think right. Eckler and Henry are sells if you can, you know, sell yeah, to a contender. Age. Yeah, but, but I'm talking redraft. So, but Derrick Henry, you know, he's not – I mean, the first two weeks, he looked terrible. I'll just flat out. He didn't look good the first two weeks. He looked good against the Raiders, but is he another uh, uh, buy, buy, buy low, sell high player? I don't. Here's the thing that, that I think with Henry, he the first game wasn't the worst. He still had 80 something yards. So he in the way I view a running back is if you get at least 40 yards, you've had a decent game. If you can get 50 because now you're a touchdown away from scoring double digit points. Right, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, and, and with Henry, that touchdown is always an ever-present threat every week because he's the fucking guy in the backfield. So I just I, but I'm not gonna want to buy him because he's after this week especially, he's his price is gonna be through the roof. Right, you're not buying low on him anymore is the problem. No, but right. if I if I was gonna choose if I could choose between both Eckler and Henry, and both people were gonna accept and it, I trade away the same player, I would rather have Henry. So yeah. if I had to trade trade away like a, I don't know, AJ Brown for Henry or Eckler, I would rather have Henry. Henry's had game even in previous years. He's had games where he just kind of doesn't show up, and then he's had seasons where he kind of starts slow. Also, so I don't, I'm not super concerned with him. Like Rome said, 87 yards. That's not a bad game. It's not what you want for fantasy, but it's not by any means terrible. In passing uh, game, player. being involved in that. Another one, Najee Harris, you know, he was the touch monster last year's touching everybody all over the field. I think he had like, he was like, he had the most running back touches all of last year. I believe I could be wrong, but at least he's top five, but this year, you know, he did not look good in week one. He just happened to have the one yard touchdown catch week two. I mean, he only kind of saved his day by catching five balls for 40 yards week three against Cleveland. He just happened to get a touchdown. Jalen Warren. Looks like the far more explosive running back, man. Every time he touches the ball, he's fucking running for like seven yards a carry. Um, but Najee Harris, man, like 
that offense looks rough. I mean, do you try to sell him because of the namesake? Probably. And you could probably sell him even higher in, in Dynasty because of the age. He's still pretty young. He's 24. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get yeah, nice sell him to someone rebuilding. Alone. Yeah. Um, but Najeris is, I don't know. I, I'm, I wouldn't be super excited to have him right now. I'm not targeting him. I don't know if you can sell him high per se at this point. If you can move him for like a fair, a fair even trade, not really trying to sell high or trying to buy into, get someone to buy into something, that's fine. But, uh, I saw something on Twitter by former offensive lineman from the Steelers from when, when they won the Super Bowl, and he was showed some clips and some film of Najee basically taking the ball and bouncing it outside when he had a three-yard hole to run through, and he was saying, like, Jalen Warren's running the ball better downhill. Uh-oh, I so think, you're saying he's got the Trent Richardson fucking syndrome? I mean, that's what Trent Richardson did, right? He yeah. he had bad vision. I don't think I don't think we're going to designate him that bad yet. But it was just interesting to read that from a former offensive lineman. Yeah. A, a player I think you should absolutely sell high right now would be Cordero Patterson. I mean, great week one, terrible week two, monster week three. But the wheels have to fall off at some point in time with him, right? Like never. He is never the never ending fucking energizer bunny. Be around forever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because you think the wheels have to fall off, but really, he's never rushed the ball more than 65 times until last year. Mm. Like, his legs may still be just fine. Um, I'm with you. I'd probably sell him because I'd be worried about that. But really, like, we, it might not happen. The problem is with him last year, it happened when it did was when it mattered most. And that's what I'm worried about. I just don't think he he can make it last an entire season. Like that's all. That's my concern. Is so like you know he's he's like the running back four right now in fantasy, which is awesome. But it's when all of a sudden at the end of the year when he's the running back fifty, you know, like when it actually yeah. matters. That that's my concern. I just wonder if they're going to be able to save him this year. Last year it was all him. Now they have you know Pitts, London, Algiers being used a little bit. They might be able to save Patterson's legs to help him. Make it the whole year. I don't know. I like I said, I'd probably still sell them, but and then I, uh, last player I want to. I really should have looked for more uh, wide receivers, but just running back seemed to be the hot button topic. Damian Pierce, running back for the Houston Texans, um, you know, did absolutely nothing week one. had had a little uh, little uptick in week two, and then absolutely went off week three. I mean, and by went off, I mean he just had a good game. You know, twenty for eighty with a rushing touchdown, two catches for twenty one yards. Um, I think the the window to buy Damian Pierce would be right now, right? Correct. Yeah, if you're gonna buy him, now's the chance. The pro the thing I don't like about Pierce is I don't I just don't like the offense. Like, yeah, he had 80 yards and a touchdown last week. I don't know if they're gonna get close enough often enough to have those touchdowns matter. And without those touchdowns, he's scoring eight points a fantasy game. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and I will you need say a this. little bit of touchdown upside with your rushing upside. I find don't the, think he find has the that manager much. that's that's zero and three that's rostering DeAndre Hopkins and just try to make a move for DeAndre Hopkins. I think I think now's a good time to try to get DeAndre. Because fuck it, why he's not? He's not for sale. 
Do you have DeAndre? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you Najee yeah, Harris I, for Cooper Cup. You could also try to go snag uh, Jameson Williams from whoever's owns him. If you could yeah. do that, any I don't think there's a whole lot of players like that right now, but any player where you could buy them really low because they're injured and that person may be struggling to make it the next few weeks through the injury. Because, you know, you, there's going to be people out there that have Hopkins that are 0-3 right now, and they have to do something, and they aren't using Hopkins right now. So you can kind of use that to your advantage. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Cool. All right, well, let's talk about some football games. First off, we got your Thursday night matchup. The 3-0 and Miami Dolphins taking on the 1-2 Cincinnati Bengals. Vegas has the over under at 47 with the Bengals favorite at minus three and a half pigskin pick them. We all took the dolphins just cause dude, they're like unstoppable right now. Dude, look, their offense is good. I, I think their offense could be good with, even if Teddy has to play because they're just so fast. Like no one can cover them. They're just too fast. But the thing is their defense is arguably even better. And mm-hmm. Cincinnati has been looked pretty easy to stop this year. Like I said, I love the offense, but I think the defense makes it e- just even more of a smash play here. I agree. I think that I think that the Dolphins, if t- you're right, even if Teddy does play, like Tua has been great. I'm not going to take anything away from him, but I think you can put that offense is built to kind of protect a quarterback. It was what made Jimmy Garoppolo look good. It's the same like. It's what is essentially can get him to the Super Bowl. I think Tua can run that offense, and when you get guys on the outside like fucking Waddle and Hill, Tua, Tua can go find him. I know we were all shitting on his arm, but I think he can. He doesn't he can get it out he, right now. He doesn't need to have that arm though. Exactly. What um? Quick question, Rum. What was that coach's position in San Francisco? He was the offensive coordinator, but it's essentially. I mean, he's learned. He's from the Shanahan tree, right? But it's just. Like, I think he's doing it better than Shanahan is. I agree. I think Shanahan is looking like doo-doo. That being said, he's also getting injury after injury after injury. Yeah, fair. But, you know, when you've got all your guys compared to when you don't, it can change it. But it is very similar offenses. And it's like he went out and found, he went out and found, like, every piece that he needed. That's what I enjoy about what he's done so far. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, don't chase the points. I was going to say, so if, if if two or Teddy play, obviously you're going to play Waddle and Tyreek Hill. But I was going to say, regardless of what's going on, don't play Chase Edmonds. Don't chase those points. He had two rushing touchdowns last week, and that kind of – he went six for I'm 21. I'm chasing him. I am chasing him, but only because I have to. Because you I have, have to play him. That's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want Renfro? I agree, hundred percent. Like, could he score two touchdowns again? Yeah, but he ain't barely getting any rushing yards or carries. So when he doesn't score two touchdowns, he's pretty much useless. Mostert, kind of, kind of similar. Other side of the ball. Um, if Mixon's out, would you guys be interested in playing P Ryan this week? No, he looked okay uh, last week against. Uh, Against the Jets, you know, and in relief for Joe Mixon. And one remember, he only played basically one quarter of football. He had nine carries for 47 yards and had two catches for 14 yards and a touchdown. So I don't know. Uh I get you. In the past, when Mixon's been out, they've utilized Chris Evans a little bit more than they did 
that would too. And that'd be kind of concerning to me is if they can plan for mixing mixing being out, will Chris Evans be more evolved and take away from P Ryan? I don't know the answer. I'm so I'd probably stray away if I can. Rome, are you playing your boy Hayden Hurst? Yeah, dude, I'm lighting up fucking all the receivers you can get your hands on because if especially if Mixon doesn't go. Chase, he's still getting targeted out the ass. I mean, Higgins should probably be doing a little bit more considering how much coverage is probably going towards Chase, but I, I like Hayden Hurst also. I He had a little bit of a down week last week, but he'll, he'll be back. He'll be fine. All right, moving on. Heading across the pond to England, you got your early, early Monday early morning game got the two and one Vikings taking on the one and two saints Vegas has the over under at 43 and a half with the Vikings favored at minus two and a half. So it's close scoring game, but we all took the Vikings to win this one just because the saints, I'm not trying to shit on you fish, but the saints just don't look very good. I'll shit myself. Dude, the saints look terrible. Like, I don't know. They just look bad. And I, I, I don't know if it's a combination of like Jameis Winston just turning over the ball a lot. Kamara banged up, you know, the wide receiver core a little bang. Like, I don't know what it is. Like they just, I don't know. There's not in sync, man. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I haven't fully decided. They're not in sync. Right. I think there's also bad play calling right now, which is more concerning. Like, they're taking all these deep shots, like 15 deep shots a game. Cool, if you could hit them. But, like, they're not averaging much on the ground. They're not converting third downs. It's Their defense is really the only thing that's kept them in these games. They haven't been scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, for fantasy purposes, I still think you can fire up Kirk Cousins despite this being a borderline national game. I'm just hoping that maybe since it's overseas and it's early in the morning – he might be okay, but uh, my my actual question is: Yeah, most with, most most people are asleep, so he's good. With, with Dalvin Cook, if Dalvin Cook plays, would you be comfortable starting him this week? I don't know; it's a tough matchup with the separated shoulder. So, I mean, uh, you might be desperate most most likely. I mean, but, he was uh, your first round pick, so you kind of have right. to, right? You're kind of hamstrung and having to do that, but you know, and it's tough. I've got that dilemma in Dynasty because it's like I could put somebody else in there. I just don't know. I don't know if they're going to be better than cook. You said it yesterday. Uh, Josh Dalvin cook last time separated his shoulder played just fine. Like it's a That's big, true. if he plays, it's a big risk to not play him. Like you could, I guess it depends upon your, if you're three, and no fire him up. Who cares if you lose, if you're zero and three, maybe you want to take the safe approach and, and get somebody with a, that, will be utilized you know a lot. I mean, Math- Matthew tough. Barry always said it best. Start your studs. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's fair. If they're playing, you you may get, you, you know, you may get the short end of the stick, but you got to do it. You guys going back to the well with Big Irv Smith? I'm sticking with Hayden Hurst. All right. I mean, I don't know. Irv Smith oh. to me is, there's probably better options, but like if you, if you believe in it, cool. Like I just got some. He uh, he's not been bad. He breaking news: the Buffalo Bills signed veteran cornerback Xavier Rhodes to the practice squad due to their depleted 
secondary. But an old-ass Xavier Rhodes, I don't know if that's the answer, but it's a body. All right, anyways, other side of the ball, uh, Kamara. What a disappointment he's been this year for fantasy, man. Yeah, it's the same as Cook. Fire him up like you have to. I suspect he'll still have plenty of big games because he has the ability to to make an explosive 50-yard touchdown pretty much anytime he gets the ball. Like I said, K- Kamara reminds me of Reggie Bush at USC. Every time he touches the ball, he could probably score. Right, but it's not as consistent as it used to be. So, you know, you're you're kind of stuck with it. If you want to try to move him or something, you could you can give it a shot. Good luck. Would, but you know what? Would Kamara be a buy low, sell high candidate right now? Like, would you try to sell him based on namesake, or would you are you hanging on to that hoping for that upside? Yeah, I think he's certainly a candidate in that in that realm. I mean, he's a second round pick in most drafts, sometimes in first round pick, and he really does have the upside. If the offense turns it around, he's gonna be fucking really good. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of if the offense will turn it around, and if so, when. So yeah, I mean, it's all. It always depends upon the pieces involved. But I'd certainly either look to buy him or sell him, depending upon the offer. This is crazy because he's been a top ten running back every year of his fantasy career, except for this year. He's just been poop. Uh, the wide receivers, Alave's now delved into the realm of must start. Uh, Michael Thomas banged up, but I think he's a, a must start. But Jarvis Landry, you know, he had a good week one, but just kind of petered off here. And he's banged up. Like I think Jarvis Landry's. I think his days are done. Uh, in the let's let's play him. I think he's just a bench stash at this point in time, right? Yeah, until proven otherwise. Until he can get out there and run the slot like we all expected him to. But even then, I, Jameis Winston's not going to hit the slot. It, it was a bad situation from the jump. Jameis likes to throw it deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he likes. I think that's why Olave is going to be great for new orleans because he he's a fast shifty guy you know and and i wish i had more shares of Olave. guy's so fucking good mm. i think ohio state should be re- renamed wide receiver university goddamn over the last couple of years they just had some studs coming out of there i mean look at you garrett know, wilson right now man he's tearing it up too yeah they've got jameson williams was a yeah. Ohio state guy before he went to fucking before he went to Alabama, listen, I, I agree with you. They should change that name because they bring out some studs. I wish they were better known for their quarterback play because we've got another one who's fucking well on his way to out of the league. Throwing the ball eight times a game or whatever, or completing. Oh, fucking Justin game. Fields. Yeah. Another Ohio State bum. Yeah, they're definitely not quarterback university. All right, moving on. Two and one Buffalo Bills taking on the two and one. Baltimore Ravens. Pigs can pick them. I took the Ravens. You boys took the Bills. And all I dude, Ravens are just playing really fucking good. Lamar Jackson has 12 touchdowns this year, man. Like they're deep. I mean, their defense isn't the greatest, but when they're putting up fucking 30, 40 points a game, they don't need a defense. I mean, Lamar Jackson's just unstoppable right now. Yeah, it's this is the weirdest game to look at. I'm looking at the uh, ESPN matchups. And it's got Allen and Jackson where they should be under passing yards, but they're also both the team's leading rushers. Oh, oh wait, the, the, the spread. Uh, Vegas has the over under at fifty two and a half, with the Bills favored at minus three. But like, I don't know. Like, I just I get a feeling, man. I think the Ravens might win this one. They're in Baltimore. I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't know. I just I, I 
And it's funny because I've been like one of the biggest Lamar Jackson haters, but it's just every week, man, he's just lighting it up. You know, week one through for three touchdowns, week two, three touchdowns, week four, four touchdowns. He's run for 100 yards in back-to-back games and a rushing score. So it's just like, dude, he can't stop him. I agree. I agree to a certain to a certain extent. I just think the Bills lost and they're going to be so pissed. I'd be I'm worried for Baltimore. Worried. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think Baltimore would be able to keep up. Like the Bills would be able to score. That's the only that's really all. You're probably right. I'm just being, you know, fuck it. Like our our overall totals are so close for pigskin pick them that I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just be contrarian. For fantasy purposes, uh Singletary had a great game. Uh, in terms of just pass catching, you know, nine catches for 78 yards and a touchdown uh, over there against Miami. Are, are we uh Singletary's a, he's a must play running back at this point, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Davis, uh, you know, kind he played almost every snap against Miami. Um, are you starting him with confidence this week or is he just, you don't like Gabe Davis now. You've, you've been kind of, I don't, I really, really don't. I think you still play him if you, you, you know, we already drafted him. He's probably still your best option. Um, he had a down week. He had an injury. I think he'll be all right. It's it's going to be interesting to watch, though, because if he doesn't pan out, then one of these other guys is going to have to step up. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, you guys playing J.K. Dobbins? Oh, uh, yeah. He was clearly Probably. on a pitch. He was clearly on a pitch count. Um, last week, but I don't know, man. The way Lamar Jackson's being so goddamn efficient running, they might not even need a running back. That's the thing is, he's a probably might still be on a pitch count. He averaged three three point three yards a carry. Like he didn't look terrible. Um, I'm, I'd still play him. I think he's a lot of upside. Like if they start using him like they used to, you're gonna want to play him. I just want him healthy because goddamn J.K. Dobbins is a good run. He's a great running back if he's healthy. It's just a shame when you know when these guys get hurt and just don't don't really come back. All right, moving on. The sadly one and two Chargers taking on the O two and one Houston Texans. Vegas has the over under forty four and a half with the Chargers favored at minus five and a half. We all picked the Chargers, but I was like, I don't know, man. If Keenan Allen doesn't play, I think the Texans might win, and that really that really hurt to admit because I I picked the Chargers because talent wise. The Chargers can go toe to toe with any other team in terms of talent, but I don't know, man. Uh, Joey Bosa's hurt. J.C. Jackson's been hurt. Fucking Keenan Allen's hurt. Rashawn Slater just got hurt. Justin Herbert's hurt. So it's like God, like I and it's I love Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley should like stay on as like the defensive coordinator, but I really think the Chargers need a new coach because it's just sad. They just they just can't win. They've got no heart. Got no Sean heart. Payton. No Sean heart. Payton. I think they need offensive coach. I think offensive coaches are the way to go in football right now. Sean Payton. He's not but, doing anything. I'm sure he would love to have Justin Herbert hey, as his quarterback. He likes the San Diego and LA area. You never know. Yeah. We got a little connection there because he played played with Drew Brees and the Saints. You know, why not? Um I don't know. Chargers are easy to talk about. Gerald Everett, I'm still playing Gerald Everett. He, you know, he had a down week, but he still had six targets. So I I think Gerald Everett's still a a must play tight end. Um, Other side of the ball, 
Chargers were got absolutely torched, got their fucking tits ripped off by Jacksonville. Uh, Houston might be interesting this week in terms of fantasy players. Um, you know, Pierce might have a very good, you know, fucking James Robinson had a 50 yard touchdown run against the Chargers, and Pierce might have a good game. And, you know, Brandon Cooks is always a fuck Brandon Cooks watch. He's going to go for like nine catches for like 118 yards and a touchdown watch. Like, I'm, I'm calling it now. That's, that wouldn't be surprising. That's pretty much what he does. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think. The Chargers defense should still, in theory, be pretty good. So yeah, but in theory, they shouldn't have got their dicks kicked off by the fucking Jaguars. But they the juggernauts. Yeah, but- They're the juggernauts now. Okay, not the Jaguars. I like that. <laughs> Duval, or whatever Duval. the fuck they say, nailed it. <laughs> that was my Jaguar call. <laughs> it was. That was so scary. That was, was that really fierce? Good. That was pretty fierce, man. It was. I was like, I thought I turned around like, shit. There's a jaguar. <laughs> that one, that one's free for you guys, folks. I hope you like that. Let, like, we should clip that. And make that a ringtone. <laughs> All right, moving on. Got the one and two Tennessee Titans taking on the one 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 Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Vegas has the over under forty two and a half with the Colts favorite at minus three. Uh, Rome, you and I took the Titans, and Fish took the Colts because I, dude, the Colts just look bad. Like, they might be 1-1-1, one, one, and one, but they're 0-3 in my heart. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I... Although the Titans all, don't look much They've both been really bad. I was yeah. going to just say they both look <laughs> fairly They might tie. Strange. This might be another tie game. Oh, if that happens, pretty much explains so why angry. I picked the Colts. I was like, they both look bad. I don't yeah. know. At least the Colts have the, I mean, ESPN, the, Colts have the best player on the field the in Jonathan Taylor. Is he though? Henry's out there. I like Taylor more than Henry. Actually, I don't. In real life football, Henry might be a better running back. I I think he might. I just what, uh, what receivers do you like better? I like. Oh, I like the Colts. They got. We, we talk about they got Ashton Doolin on the Colts. Yeah, duh. Side. With his dumb haircut and his fucking player profile. Who had that? Someone had a punchable <laughs> face on their player picture. He's just making me mad. I think it was Will Fuller or something. Like, just looking at his player picture just pissed me off. Put me in a bad mood. Uh, but for fantasy purposes, uh, is Traylon Burks, is he someone you're still flexing? I don't know. He had a bad week against the Raiders, but. I never liked him to begin with. I'd say no. Um, He's got five, six, and two targets, and he's never scored more than 10 points. Like I don't know, man. As I'm scrolling through the Tennessee playmaker, outside of Derrick Henry, I don't think you play anybody from the Titans. Agreed. No. I, I keep of the- my eye, though. I keep my eye on Robert Woods. I, I like he got, Bobby he Trees. Got, he got targeted a decent amount last week from his weeks one and two. So maybe they're realizing, oh shit, he might actually be a guy. Let's chuck in the ball. Like, oh yeah, Robert I'm not saying Woods start him, but keep your eye on him. Other side of the ball, uh, I still think Naheem Hines is like a sneaky flex play, especially in PPR formats. Um, you know, he's not going to run the ball, but week one, six targets, six catches, fifty yards. Week two, five targets, four for thirty-seven. Week three, six targets, five for twenty-three. So I think Hines is still kind of like a sneaky desperation flex play out there, but you know, you're playing Pittman and JT and that's it. I don't know. Colts are really disappointing yep, this year. 
why is everyone so disappointing this year? Like, it's just sad. It's a weird year, man, so far. It's only week three, too, so let's settle down. It's week four. Well, week four well, is we've seen up. three weeks, right. Uh, moving on, one and two Jets taking on the one and two Steelers. Uh, Fish, you and I both took the Jets. Rome, you took the Steelers because this is probably a game. They're going to tie. This game's going to be another tie game. Like Vegas has the over under at 41 with the Steelers favored at minus three and a half, but they're going to tie. It's going to be 13 to 13. And they're just going <laughs> to gross. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I picked the Jets just because the Jets I, I just are, feel they're not that bad. Yeah. I, I just feel like there are better weapons in in Pittsburgh. You've got Deontay Harris, you've got Najee or I'm sorry, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. Uh fuck. What Fryermuth? Claypool. They've Pickens. just got more weapons. I, get Trubisky out of there. It's time to fucking start Pickett, but I still think I still think Trubisky can beat the Jets. I, that being said, I'm rooting for the Jets. Because I like I like Robert Sala. That's just my the 49er blood runs deep, but I don't know. I I want them to win. I just see I just see the Steelers getting it in. Yeah, you you're playing you're playing Brees Hall now. I think Michael Carter is now relegated to bench duties. Like you don't drop him, but I don't think you can play him anymore cuz I I think Brees Hall is slowly taking over that backfield. Hmm. I I I think Garrett Wilson's a must start still. I mean, Although, God, I don't know. Like, if Zach Wilson plays, I'm kind of worried because I don't know what the offense is going to look like because Joe Flacco, he had nothing to lose. So he was just hucking that ball all over the fucking place, you know. And if Zach Wilson does play this week, I don't know what the offensive dynamic looks like. But I, I think just talent-wise, Garrett Wilson's so fucking good. Garrett Wilson was actually, like, one of my favorite wide receivers coming into this draft. So I just think just based on talent alone, you kind of just play Garrett Wilson. And maybe Tyler Conklin. Right? Con- yeah, Con- Conklin's Con- 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 good, man. Yeah, he's sneaky. Uh, other side of the ball, you're playing Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Firemuth. Right? Correct. Yep. Do you remember when Claypool was a stud? <laughs> when he was like the must-have fucking guy? I do recall. Yeah. He had a good rookie year, and that was it. And it wasn't even like an entire rookie year. He had like six really good games. Yeah, like all back to back in a row, though. I just, I just don't understand how some of these offensive coordinators work because Chase Claypool, he's like six five, like two fifty, fast, strong, you can jump over everybody, but you don't really use them. I don't get it. That doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, like if if you took away Chase Claypool's name, and you just looked at his stats on the year, he's the wide receiver sixty two in PPR. And for the season, he only has 11 catches for 79 yards with no touchdowns. And then seven carries for 47. You wouldn't even roster him. Like, fuck that guy. Get that piece. Like, like trash out of here, man. I don't even want that. But because it's Chase Claypool and the upside and athleticism, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. He fucking sucks. And it's not even his fault. I think it's a mixture of Mitch Trubisky and Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) Agreed. All right, moving on. And the last game we're going to be talking about tonight. Got the 2-1 and one Denver Broncos. Let's ride. Taking on the 0-3 Las Vegas Raiders. 
Uh, Rome, you and I took the Raiders. Fish, you took the Broncos. I think the, the Raiders are 0-3, but I don't even think they're the worst team in the AFC West. And I, I think the Raiders <laughs> get that first win this week. I think the worst team in the AFC West is, is in first place somehow. I think Denver sucks. I don't know how the hell they're two and one. How do you how do you get shit mixed by Seattle? Who then the next week gets shit mixed by the Niners, and then the <laughs> Niners lose to the fucking Broncos, who got shit mixed by the first team initially. Like, all right, yeah, it's a mess. I, it's a fucking I'm disaster. Not, I picked the Broncos because you know they're two and one. Like they're they're probably feeling pretty good. A lot of people are talking shit about them, and they're just cruising along, winning games. They they're won a, a game eleven to ten. That was a baseball I don't score. Care. It's a, they got a good defense. I never said the game was going to be pretty. <laughs> I think Russell Williams in the offense will also. I think they'll turn it around. Um, I don't know. Like I, I still think. I, I said it last episode where I, I'm pretty sure this Russell Wilson-led offense just reminds me of the Peyton Manning, Brock Osweiler, Denver Broncos. That defense is just going to carry them. You know that the success they're having is just purely their defense, but. Um. Yeah, Vegas has the over under forty five and a half with the Raiders favorite at minus two and a half. So, Rome, we might be onto something here. E. Uh, for fantasy purposes, Russell Wilson. Can you play Russ? Like, what do you do with Russell Wilson, man? Like, everyone, you're so excited for him because you're like, fuck yeah, all these fucking weapons. But he's got two touchdowns on the year. He, he's only you know he he toppled three hundred yards this week one. He's not really running the ball. You know, as of right now, he's the quarterback 24 in fantasy. So, like, I don't like, like, what what do you do with that? Can you actually, like, trust, want to play Russell Wilson? Like, what do you do? I don't, I wouldn't. I'm having a hard time. He scored, he hasn't scored over 20 yet. And that's in a six point touchdown league. I couldn't even imagine those poor fellows and ladies (laughs) that are fucking in a four point touchdown league. Jesus Christ. You're not yeah, getting anything. I, I wouldn't start him either. I said I said I think they're gonna turn it around. I don't want to be playing this guy to find out. No. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Like fantasy quarterbacks that have more points year to date over Russell Wilson. Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield. The fucking Ryan Tannehill's better than him right now. So it's like, dude, Russell Wilson, man. The fuck. Um you know, you start, you know, I don't know. You're fucking Jerry Judy, a uh, little banged up. Are you playing Jerry Judy still? I don't. I think Sutton's the fucking guy. Sutton's crushing it right Sutton's now. Sutton's making fucking catches. He's doing his damn thing. I just, I like Jerry Judy hasn't really panned out very well, which is a shame. I think Jerry Judy's what we've seen so far. He had one big game with, for four receptions, 102 yards in the touchdown week one. And his next game is weren't that good. I think that's what you're going to get from Jerry Judy. He's going to have those big games and, or he's just not going to be there. And for that reason, like I think he's a person that you'd use as like a bye week filler and hope he hits. But other than that, probably wouldn't play. Other side of the ball. um, Derek Carr is actually having a pretty decent fantasy or he's the quarterback 12, but I just lower expectations this week because that Denver defense is legit. Um, If Renfro is healthy, do you play Renfro? I know this is a touchy subject for you, Fish. But. Yeah, yeah, we broke up, Rum. You might have missed it. You, you were here. broke up. Oh my yeah, god! He yeah, bro- we broke up. He, I'm actually dating James Robinson now. He he he's changed slick. his face. He changed. <laughs> I know. He changed <laughs> his Facebook status. He ended his relationship with Renfro and got into it with Robinson. So you're saying the he's same available. day too? I didn't even wait. Yes, he is. <laughs> I'd still play him. Um, 
you know, he got six targets the first game and ten the next game. Like he's he's getting looked at when he's when he's in. Um, I think the production it'll come. If Renfro's out, you going you playing Mac Hollins again? You know, this is a touchy subject for me because I tr- I picked up in our home league Hollins because Renfro was out, and I was like, should I start Hollins? Is that am I playing myself? Am I really being that guy, or do I go with fucking Michael Carter? The safe, the safe pick. Well, I fucked up, everybody. I fucked up, and I left Holland's twenty points on my bench, and fucking lost my game by a million. So it really wouldn't have mattered, but still, I think you do play Holland's. Yeah, but dude, you're, at least you're not the bottom of the barrel. Director Ross Fish and I are the bottom three teams in our home league. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I, struck him up. I didn't know Alvin Kamara was going to suck so bad. And everybody else is going to be hurt. Yeah, I didn't know fucking Najee Happens. Harris and Kirk Cousins were going to suck dicks. <laughs> right? Well, now you know that. Nobody told me this. Yeah, no one told me. No one informed me. The fuck? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and, then, and then, like, the problem is, like, like, I don't think I could trade Najee Harris right now for anything, like, decent. Ask. <laughs> no, Exactly. I'll give you Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Najee Harris for Cooper Cup. Send it over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, like let me let me let me let me get put in the calculator. Let me take a numbers. look. <laughs> I gotta crunch my numbers. Man. <laughs> Send it over. <laughs> oh man, I'm ready for bed. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Oh, We're almost man. at an hour anyways. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up Ooh. like an like a condom on a dick going into a poopy butthole. Mm-hmm. But although for the record, Rome and I have unpoopy buttholes because of the bidet. You guys are walking out there like animals and just mashing shit into your just asshole barbarians. hair. Well, think about it, man. Like if you took a shit on a rug, you wouldn't just put a dry paper towel on it. You'd put some water on that shit and, and scrub it out, you know? It's very true. Yeah, so use your imagination, you fucking heathens. Find Jesus. All right, Easily. anyways, thank you so much for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll come back next episode to talk about the rest of your matchups. Get us on social media at Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter. Big Rome's at Big Rome. F F F F F. Yeah. And Fantasy Fish at F Football Fish on Twitter. Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com is our email. And again, thank you so much for listening. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, guys.